And we're live again with another Power Hour. Part of the Chris Logan Morning Show on the planet, 90s and 2000s rock. Question today, got it going on on my Facebook page. Your favorite day of the week is blank. Answer that if you want to, and we'll talk about it later on in the Power Hour. Also live on my Chris Logan Facebook page if you want to watch along. And I share that video onto our Listen to the Planet Facebook page if you want to watch there. Keith, what's up, man? Good morning. Appreciate you watching. As always, I'm going to ask you, anyone watching this morning, share my live video. I would appreciate that. Or tell someone about the planet today. That's my online station. Doing rock from the 90s and 2000s. If you're listening this morning, thank you. If you're watching this morning, got a few people on, thank you as well. What are we going to get to this morning inside of the Power Hour? Well, I I got a bunch of notes, and so we'll probably get to a lot of this. Going to talk about Christmas a little bit, Christmas trees. Today is bathtub party day. What? Going to talk about the Twitter files. Axel Rose got an uh-uh moment, that uh-uh moment. Dude tried to steal from Walmart on the day of shop with a cop. Not good. I'm going to talk a little bit about Balenciaga. We got someone, um, I'll call her a celebrity that canceled Balenciaga. Deion Sanders made a big move over the weekend. The Idaho murders. Couple crazy endings to two high school football games. Awesome. Um, sad story. The, the seven-year-old girl in Texas murdered by the FedEx driver. Uh, going to talk about procrastination instead of procrastination. And then also we got to talk football this morning. Planted pigskin update that happens on Friday mornings and happens on Monday morning. It's all brought to you by Pasolik Cajun Seasoning. Going to talk Cajuns, Tigers, and Saints. That is all coming up again at about 8.45, 8.50 this morning. Probably more about 8.45 today because we got a lot to talk about. Saints are playing tonight. It is game day today in that hot garbage division called the NFC South. God. You know, I I thought about this. I'm like, man, this game means nothing tonight. And I was hoping at the beginning of the season that it wouldn't mean something. That, you know, maybe it was going to be a fight for the NFC South at this part of the, the year. It was a Monday night game against Tampa Bay. Saints would have been at the top of the NFC South. And Tampa Bay would have tried, was trying to... You know, maybe get another win and take over the NFC South. That's what I thought was going to be at this point of the season at the beginning. When I, when I saw the schedule, look, and I'm showing it to you, and then made my prediction of the Saints going 12-5. and five. So that was delusions of grandeur. That's, that is not what is going on with the Saints season. But the crazy part about it is the NFC South is so bad I mean, we're not contending for, <laughs> I, I don't know, to be NFC South champions, but tonight's game could mean something. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. Christmas coming up. Christmas is the only holiday officially in December. 
Now, most months come with all these crazy national days, like the you know, National Stand on One Foot Day, National Eat Pepperoni Pizza Day, what, whatever it is. Today, Monday, December 5th, I did not know this was a thing, but, I, but there's random little days every month. Today is bathtub party day. So what are you supposed to do on bathtub party day? Treat yourself to a hot bath. And if you do so, taking a hot bath, you'll burn just as many calories as walking for 30 minutes. You believe that? According to this from Temperature, a research journal, the hot water raises core body temperature enough to boost calorie burn. So don't walk for 30 minutes. Take a hot bath. On this Monday, December 5th, bathtub party day. Have yourself a little bathtub party. But Christmas, December 25th, New Year's Eve, December 31st, Christmas Eve, December 24th. We got uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Boxing Day. Never understood what Boxing Day was. That's in, that's in December too, right? I think so. And what about a Christmas tree strategy? Did you put up your Christmas tree? So we bought one last week. I think my wife snagged one on the way back from work. I think that was maybe Wednesday night. And then she and my daughter decorated it on Friday night. And now we have a Christmas tree at our house. Do you? If you haven't put one up yet, and I know it's just December 5th. You're not late. According to what I'm reading today, you could be smart, especially if you use a real Christmas tree. Americans spend around $250 million on Christmas trees every year. And prices are at their highest the day after Thanksgiving. That's when a lot of people go and try to score their Christmas tree, try to get the best pick and get the jump on decorating. But as the calendar gets closer to Christmas, prices do go down. So if you wait you may be able to save some money. Now, if you watch any Christmas movies, any TV shows, remember, you know, it was always Christmas Eve when they would show the family on whatever show or movie it was. It was Christmas Eve when the family would go get the Christmas tree and decorate it and do that kind of stuff. Does your family do that? Mine never did. It was always, you know, weeks before Christmas that, that we would put the Christmas tree up. The prices do go down as you get closer to Christmas. Want to save a little coin this year on your tree? Wait a little while to go get it. Oh, also, I, hang on. I don't have this on my list, and I, I see it here in my notes. We'll talk about it. Let me, let me write it down. Office party no-nos. What not to do at your Christmas office party. Okay? That's uh, coming up later in the show. Also wanted to talk a little bit today. We're not going to go down the rabbit hole, but I wanted to talk a little bit about the Twitter files. That came down, what, Friday? There was a story and a thread by Matt Tabby, and he broke down the Twitter files. And dude, you don't see this, and I was real busy this weekend. Hang on, I'll switch it over so if you're watching it, you can see. 
I was real busy this weekend. Um, I was I was sent this story here and was able to see some of what the Twitter files are because the Twitterverse and the internet was on fire. What Friday night was it? What was it Friday night when Elon Musk said he was going to release some of this stuff? And look. I'm sticking by maybe they, okay, they, I know that word they is, um, it's, uh, it, it can mean different things these days, but maybe they didn't want Elon Musk to buy Twitter because he was going to pull the curtain back. Some people believe what's being said about Twitter in elections. I'm going to say that plural. Some people are not. And, and I did a little searching this morning. Like, I, I just did, um, went to our local media stations, went to some of the national media stations, and you don't see much about the Twitter files. Again, proof that maybe all this was being swept under the rug and a narrative is being pushed. I'm, I'm not pushing a narrative on you, but I told you, that we would talk about these things on the Power Hour. Definitely worth looking into. Just definitely there were some things happening with the 2020 election. And this story here gives a pretty good breakdown. The Twitter Files tells an incredible story from inside one of the world's largest and most influential social media platforms. It's a Frankensteinian tale of a human-built mechanism grown out of the control of its designer. It says, as time progressed, however, the company was slowly forced to add some barriers. Some of the first tools for controlling speech were designed to combat the likes of spam and financial fraudsters, which, yeah. Also says, slowly over time, Twitter staff and executives began to find more and more uses for these tools. Outsiders began petitioning the company to manipulate speech as well, first a little, then more often, then constantly. By 2020, requests from connected actors to delete tweets were a routine. One executive would write to another, more to review from the Biden team. Quote, then a reply would come back handled. Celebrities would do the same. Now, according to the story, too, both parties had access to these tools. For instance, in 2020, requests from both the Trump White House and the Biden campaign were received and honored. However, according to the findings... According to this, number 11, the system wasn't balanced and it was based on contacts because Twitter was and is overwhelmingly staffed by people of one political orientation. There were more channels, more ways to complain, open to the left or Democrats than people on the right or Republicans. And this story goes into um, a lot of what it was in these secret emails, the laptop, the squashing of that story, there, there's a lot going on, and, and I'm not going to spend our whole entire hour on it. Also, not trying to change your mind if you don't, if you don't believe in this. But I, I think it's worth talking about. But not many major outlets are doing. And has that proven a point 
that if it doesn't go with a specific narrative or a certain way, it's swept under the rug, not giving it a part of the news cycle. And also saw this shared over the weekend, and, and I think this is true. And, and this would be on, on either side. But I saw a few people share this. It says, if Trump conspired with Twitter to censor unfavorable information before an election and then won the election, would the media be silent like they are now? The answer is no. And I think you could take that, you can even take former President Trump's name off of there and just insert any other Republican candidate there. And it probably would be the same thing. But also because it was Donald Trump, was probably a little bit more. But think about that. If it was the other way, would we be hearing more about this if it was the other way? And that's kind of that's my point to mentioning this whole thing this morning. Again, if you want to read that, you can. Um, I'm sure you can do some searching. Matt, M-A-T-T, I think it's Tabby, T-A-I-B-B-I is how you pronounce that cat's last name. He breaks it down uh, pretty good if you want to go and read it yourself. Because I don't want to spend the whole hour on that. But I wanted to spend you know, some... some sometime on it because it was it was big a lot of people were talking about it and I told you this before as part of the show when I'm when I'm searching for things to talk about I I go to 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 Google search and I search for what's trending and what people are searching for just to see some of the top headlines of the day and when searching for that this morning, and it's Google Trends. So today, so far, college football playoff. Yesterday, a lot of football stuff. Cowboys, Eagles, Packers, Steelers, Lakers. Uh, a lot of football stuff on Sunday. The top, top searches. Daily search trends. Um, Raheem Sterling was also. Saturday, a lot of World Cup stuff. A lot of... College football, some UFC stuff. I believe they had a, uh, did they have a UFC fight this weekend? Uh, people even searching for Nick Cannon, hospitalized with pneumonia. On Friday, people searching for Deion Sanders, one of the top searches along with the World Cup. Nothing shows Twitter, Twitter files, Elon Musk, nothing. Nothing over the entire weekend. Nothing. I don't know. Maybe maybe you think I'm crazy. But maybe it's worth looking into. Maybe it's worth not believing everything that's always fed to us. What else are we talking about this morning? Axel Rose. Now, look, I did not know this about Guns N' Roses. Gonna be honest with you. I didn't. Good morning, crack. What's up, man? Hope you're doing well. Uh... Yeah, media, mainstream media is attacking uh, a real journalist than Matt. Yep. So it's um, going to be interesting to see what happens and how mainstream the Twitter files will go. But I didn't know this about Axl Rose and Guns N' Roses. There's a ritual to end the Guns N' Roses 
concert. Axl Rose throws a microphone into the crowd. Now Axl Rose is going to hold on to his microphone for now. Axl Rose released a lengthy statement via Twitter. See, even Axl Rose chose Twitter. Following a report that one fan at a concert in Australia was injured after Axel tossed his microphone into the crowd, which is a tradition signaling the end of a GNR show. So his tweet was this, quote, It's coming to my attention that a fan may have been hurt at our show in Australia, possibly being hit by the microphone at the end of the show when I traditionally toss the mic to the fans. If true, obviously we don't want anyone getting hurt or to somehow in any way hurt anyone at any of our shows anywhere. Having tossed the mic at the end of our show for over 30 years, we always felt it was a known part of the very end of our performance that fans wanted and were aware of to have, a, to have an opportunity to catch the mic. Regardless, in the interest of public safety, let's see, I'm going to have to click on the tweet to finish to finish reading it. Okay, interest of public safety from now on will refrain from tossing the mic or anything to the fans during or at our performances. Unfortunately, there are those that, for their own reasons, chose to frame their reporting regarding this subject in a more negative and irresponsible, out-of-nowhere light, which couldn't be further from reality. Really, Axel Rose, you think that you would get bad headlines off of this? Come on, man, what would make you think about that? He went on to say, we hope the public, and of course our fans, get that sometimes happens. A big thanks to everyone for understanding. I mean, if this was something that Guns N' Roses did at the end of every concert for 30 years, and one time some dude's going to get hit in the head with it, obviously you bring it to light, but are you going to stop that tradition because of one injury? But, of course, the news media got a hold of it and trying to make Axl Rose and Guns N' Roses look bad. Threw a mic into the crowd. Crazy Axl Rose. But may want to follow that story. Not sure how much more light it's going to get. Got an uh-uh moment today. What is an uh-uh moment? It's a story that I read. The two words out my mouth, maybe after the story or, or sometimes even after the headline or uh-uh. And today's story has to do with Walmart has to do with a shopping event. But the headline is this. A man tried to steal from a Walmart during a shop with a cop event. And it's a story about a Florida man. A man in Florida was arrested after trying to shoplift from a Walmart while the store was hosting a shop with a cop event. Included about 40 officers. Not really the time to do it. The guy, they're saying his name was just Brad. He was arrested. Those 40 police officers were there, including the county sheriff. <laughs> Not surprising, they say Brad had drug paraphernalia on him at the time, including a meth pipe. 
It's unclear what he was trying to steal, but in addition to drugs, he had some Versace cologne on him. Wanted to smell right while smoking that meth, right? And they haven't said what charges he's facing. But uh uh-uh. I mean, obviously, if you're on meth, you're high on drugs, you probably don't know that there's a shop with a cop event. You probably don't know that there's 40 officers at Walmart. You probably don't care that there's 40 officers at Walmart. I know Walmart's big, but if it's a shop with a cop event, and there's 40 officers there. What I mean, you have to have seen an officer at, at some point. They're probably scattered around the store. But my boy said, uh-uh, I, I need this stuff. I don't have the money. I'm going to take it. No, and, and also speaking of shoplifting, I, I don't have this, but it just popped into my head. This story was going viral over the weekend, The Rock walks into the gas station where he said he, he stole a Snickers just about every day when he was in high school because he had no money to buy, went back to this gas station and bought all the Snickers. Okay, some are praising him for it. Okay. But, no, I'm just realizing that I have a note here that says, hit record, dumbass, because for the past couple uh, shows I haven't hit record. So I'm, I made a note that said, hit record, dumbass. It, it's right here. I'll, I'll show it to you. Uh, but I don't have a camera shot. And did I hit record today? No, I didn't. I forgot. Just realize it, and we're almost 30 minutes in. But The Rock goes and he buys all the Snickers bars that, that are at this gas station because he's trying to um, pay back the store for what he stole back in the day. And I don't want to be the the a-hole here, but dude, you're buying the Snickers. Why don't you just donate some money to the gas station for the Snickers that you sold, uh, stole? Not buying new ones. It just, hey, look, I stole uh, Snickers a day for how many days? Here, here's like $1,000, I'm sorry. But now nah, he went by the Snickers there, which kind of defeats the purpose. I don't know. Am I weird for thinking for thinking that way? Or is he right for saying, I'm sorry, I stole, I stole Snickers, and I want to I buy some now? He could just buy the gas station if he wanted to. But yeah, that's an, uh, an uh-uh story today. Also, are you a big eggnog person? I am not. I know some people are. I know some people are not. A big eggnog person, but I know around the holidays, it's a pretty big deal. Some daiquiri places around South Louisiana, don't they make eggnog daiquiris? But Hellman's, the company that makes mayonnaise or mayonnaise, depending where you're from, how you say it. If you're from around my area, it's mayonnaise. But would you drink Mayo. I'll just call it mayo. We'll, we'll, we'll you know, take the difference in pronunciations. But the people that make Hellman's and Best Foods Mayo want you to try mixing it in your eggnog this year. They claim it's better than just using eggs, and that's according to a recipe that was posted on Instagram. It says eggs are the third ingredient in mayo, okay? And they claim it works even better than egg yolk. They're selling a blended version called frozen 
Mayonog in New York. It hits, also hits the menu at a bar called Amy Fontaine's on December 15th. The recipe is on Instagram, again, if you want to check it out. Each cup has four teaspoons of mayo along with milk, heavy cream, simple syrup, nutmeg, vanilla extract, cinnamon, plus rum, brandy, and cognac. Mm, don't think I'm going to try it. Don't believe. Not a big eggnog person. But, but a little bit of mayo in there? I don't know about that. So it looks like one celebrity canceling Balenciaga. Uh, <laughs> let me let me go to a couple comments. Uh, Keith is laughing, maybe laughing at the at the eggnog thing. Appreciate it, Keith Lavelle. I'm just gonna say it now. Musk didn't kill himself, nor was it an accident. And and he said that Lavelle. He, he says that I'm probably gonna be assassinated. <laughs> Scott says Axel doesn't have the voice anymore. Should retire. Talking about Axel Rose, I was talking about the story where he threw his microphone into the crowd and it and it hit someone and now they say they're going to stop doing it but i guess people didn't realize that that was a tradition for them to end a guns and roses concert and uh <laughs> and he he hit he hit someone with it didn't say how bad the dude got hurt but i don't know oh uh the dumbass note oh yeah that i i forgot again i forgot to hit record to record the show today, I didn't do it Friday. I don't think I did it Thursday, so it left me a sticky. Watch. Let me, let me, no, uh, no, nah, I can't, I can't take that camera because it's wired in. But, oh, watch, I'll, I'll take it off. Here's my note, for real. Hit record, dumbass. And I did not hit record today. God bless it. Um, but Balenciaga. In the headlines, I don't feel like giving them any more any more time. If you don't know about the Balenciaga children's thing, you know, go and look it up for yourself. But Brittany Aldine, she is the wife of country star Jason Aldine, says that she is done with Balenciaga. She took a stand. Not many people. Are, are taking a stand against Balenciaga. Which, again, just my opinion here. You know, you say anything bad about, you know, any other, I'll just call it a group of people, and... Woof. But kids were targeted in this ad. And you can look a little more into Balenciaga. And kids, if you want. We're not going to get into it today. But there's more than just that ad that came to light, what, last week, week before? And no one's saying a peep. But Brittany Aldine, again, wife of country star Jason Aldine, they have two kids. And... She shared a photo of herself hauling out clear plastic bags filled with Balenciaga clothing, handbags, and shoes. I'm seeing some, like, there's even some rap group, groups, some rappers burning their Balenciaga stuff. 
You know, and always said that about social media. It's a double-edged sword. Because we're constantly getting fed the same things. Now look, it's up to us to decide as adults and people what's real and not real on the social media side. Maybe do your own research. But social media gives us the other side. You know, we're going to see rappers and other and other people burning Balenciaga and speaking out against Balenciaga, but we're not going to see that in the mainstream. But it's happening. And she called it trash day on her Instagram post. And she was seen throwing out her Balenciaga stuff. But, you know, this story, um, I think it was on Fox News. And she just wants to protect our kids. She has a shirt on uh, that says, don't tread on our kids. And she is 100% right. Got to protect the kids. You know, we said we talk about it later, but the poor seven-year-old girl that was abducted by the FedEx driver and murdered? What is going on? You know, to where to where you can't even let your kids play in the front yard. FedEx driver. But this this headline here, it, it, it's about cancel culture. Brittany Aldine, Candace Cameron, and Dave Chappelle defy cancel culture, standing firm in their beliefs. Still, you know, come back to the monologue by Dave Chappelle ending it on Saturday Night Live a couple, three weeks ago. It shouldn't be this hard to talk. And it is. But a lot of Hollywood elite remain silent in the scandal. Uh, what? Kim Kardashian said she'd, you know, she'd take a look at it. There's not enough outrage over this. And it has to do with kids. Kids. Not, not a specific group of people that we see a lot of outrage about. Kids. Kim Kardashian, who has kids, reevaluating her ties with Balenciaga. I'm sure they're going to try to cancel Brittany Aldine for, for throwing that out. But again, you can go look on social media for yourself. It's a lot of other people doing it. They're just, they're just not showing it to you. Um, what else is on the list today? Oh, Deion Sanders, my man. <laughs> my man Deion Sanders made a move. I would have made a move from Jackson State. When they when they would have stole when they stole my stuff out of the locker room that happened to Deion Sanders that's an odd said really y- y'all y'all are gonna steal y'all gonna steal this stuff y'all y'all gonna steal my stuff I'm going but he didn't imagine somebody stole his stuff out of the locker room but now he's going to Colorado. And, and he's taking his people with him. He, he told some of the Colorado players when he talked to them, um, I think he showed up on, on Saturday or Sunday, and I'm bringing my luggage with me. And he's taking some of his players. Uh, but some fans, Jackson State, giving him a hard time, calling him a sellout, all, all this other stuff. 
But Deion Sanders, I mean, I think he was making, what, a couple hundred, 300,000 maybe, now 5 million plus at Colorado. And I saw, again, a video on social media. He was getting a tour by the athletic director at Colorado. Their facilities are amazing. Amazing over at Colorado. And in comes prime time, like him or not. Add a little flavor to Colorado. And I guess if, if there's some Colorado players that are not feeling up to the task, they're going to jump into the transfer portal. And he told them to do so. Hey, if you're not feeling, you're not feeling it, jump in the portal because I'm bringing some of my guys here. What, what is it, the Buffaloes? Yeah, in Colorado. <laughs> Look for them to make a move. But, man, their facilities were great. Amazing. It is, it is crazy. You know, all these, all these facilities for these upper tier, even some of the middle to lower tier college football players, you know, and, and what they have access to when they're playing college football, college basketball, you know, whatever it is. You know, even the Cajuns, they got some great facilities too. Not as good as LSU, some of the top tiers, but, but still pretty good. And, and you have to try to adapt to some of that in order to recruit some players. But I'm anxious to see what's going to happen with Colorado now that prime time is there. We'll talk a little bit more about football coming up in minutes. Our Planet Pigskin update is on the way. And, you know, these are uh, uh, Idaho murders. Another sad situation. And not much being said about that. Kaylee Gonclaves, her father, believes that the suspect, quote, chose to go upstairs to potentially target victims. He says the suspect allegedly entered and exited their home on the second floor. So you see a little bit more about, um, or, or hear some, see some more about the parents of this girl talking about this. And, and I would too. You know, God forbid our sons, daughters, something, something happened to them. You would, you would spend most of your time trying to, trying to figure this out. I mean, it's just something that a, a dad, a, a mom would do in, in this situation. But still nothing. And, and this, these murders happened on November 13th. In a week, it'll be about a month. And still, not many answers on that. Um, the dad says, I'm not a professional, so I want to specify that. But they've said the entry point was the slider or the window. It was the middle floor. So to me, he doesn't have to go upstairs. He went on to say his entry and exit are available without having to go upstairs or downstairs. Looks like probably may have not gone downstairs. We don't know that for sure, but he obviously went upstairs. So I'm using logic that he chose to go up there when he didn't have to. So talking a little, a little bit about uh, the scene, their house, and how this person, persons who knows, made it into this home and, and killed four people. He also went on to say his daughter's text messages sent before the attack revealed that she was not in fear at the time. So he's just trying to put the dots together. He went on to say, quote, 
On this Fox News story, as far as the investigators, they're very tight-lipped, and they're keeping everything close to their vest. And I understand that, and I'm probably not the right person to share all these things with, so I'm just trusting that their case is super tight, and they don't really need to reach out to the community, and all the evidence is right there in that home. Hopefully there's some closure to that for those families. Um, couple high school endings. Yeah, uh, John says Cajun's going to a bowl game at 6-6. Six and six. I know, it's crazy, huh, John? At 500 and you go into a bowl game. But we'll talk about that in a matter of minutes. I wanted to show you this. And it was two crazy endings to a high school football game. I saw both of these on TikTok. Now, I'll, I'll show you one right now. Let's see if I, can, if I can get to this, and then we'll switch over. This happened in Minnesota. Crazy ending to this high school football game. Minnesota high school wins state football title with unbelievable Hail Mary and lateral for a touchdown. Did you see this? They're calling it the Minneapolis Miracle Part 2. I'm not calling it that because I am a Saints fan, and if you are, you know about the original Minnesota, um, excuse me, Minneapolis, Minnesota Miracle, whatever the hell they call it. I don't like reliving that because we should have went further in the playoffs, but we're not talking about that this morning. I'm going to talk about these high school football kids. But a game-winning touchdown as the clock Hits zero in the Class 3A championship game. Watch, check this out. All the marbles right here. Delzer goes to the slot on the far side. Schultz back to throw. He's going to heave one down to about the 20. It's caught. Pitch oh, back. My. look at this. Christensen wins the game. All right, hang on. I might have screwed it up going uh, full screen. Schultz here you back go. To throw. throw. He's going to heave one down to about the 20. It's caught. Pitch oh, back. My. Look at this. Christensen wins the game! And I love those announcers. Those announcers that get fired up for uh, for any game. I like that. But the throw, the catch, the lateral, and dude runs into the end zone to win the game. Look at that. Teams coming on the field, which rightfully so they should. And it's just that, that high and low, man. The highs of the winning team, the low of the other team losing because of that. And you see, like, the, the defenders are there. Watch. They're there. They just hit each other, and a couple of them fall down. And they're unable to, to do anything about this lateral. Touchdown. Now, let me, let me also pull up this one. This was another ending to a high school football game. And I'm not sure, man, I'm not sure exactly which team this was. But as you can see, the caption on this TikTok is, Snatch the pick. Uh, um, from the defender to one state championship. So it was, it was an interception, and then the receiver just snatched it out, the defender's hand, and scored a touchdown 
won the state championship. Catch, or INT, snagged it in there. What? How awesome is that? Yes, we got it. We won. No, we didn't. My guy picked his picked his hand up and said, "Nope, we're state. We're we we are state champions." But man, some crazy endings. How awesome is that? Uh, Chad says, is that the same place the Vikings scored that TD to beat the Saints? Yes, Chad. I said I wasn't talking about it, dude. Why you got to bring it up? They're calling it the uh, Minneapolis Miracle 2. Yes, the first one was the Minneapolis Miracle 1. Yeah. And we're not talking about that. Chad, or Chad. I called him Chad. I think it's, it's Chad. C-H-E-D. No. Not talking about it. But who that? Tonight, it is Houdat time. Monday night football game for the Saints. Saints and Bucks. Got to say thanks to the sponsor of our Planet Pigskin Update at about 8.45, 8.50, Friday mornings and Monday mornings. We have a little football update, look into the weekend of football, all that stuff. It's all brought to you by Pasolit Cajun Seasoning. Look, that's their seafood boil, showing it to you here. They got hot, they got spicy, and they have the red rub. Three different flavors. You can get it on their website, passalick.com. And there's different stores where you can also find it too. Like Erath Farm Supply in Erath, Fontenot's in Pine Prairie, Quibbs Country Store in Plazos, and more. But if you're not nearby and you want to... Get some online, passalick.com. Not heavy on the salt, no MSG, and an authentic flavor. Still looking at Ched's. Is that the same place the Vikings score that TD to beat the Saints? Had to bring it up, huh, Ched? Had to bring it up. <laughs> but yes, it is. Uh, let's start with college football. So the college football New Year's Six slate. And college football playoffs, right? Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and Ohio State. Georgia number one, Michigan number two, TCU number three, Ohio State number four. Agree with that? Alabama didn't get in. I know some of you LSU fans probably excited about that. But the New Year Six, the Capital One Orange Bowl, which is number six, Tennessee, against number seven, Clemson. The Sugar Bowl, number five, Alabama, versus number nine, Kansas State. The VRBO Fiesta Bowl. That's number two, Michigan, and number, against number three, TCU. The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, number one, Georgia, versus number four, Ohio State. The Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Congratulations to Tulane. Number 16, Tulane against number 10, USC. And then the Rose Bowl. Number 11, Penn State versus number 8, Utah. Georgia. Think they'll beat Ohio State. I think Michigan's going to beat TCU. And Georgia's probably going to win the overall college football championship. Strong team. 
strong team. They pretty handily beat LSU on Saturday. What was it, like 130? I'm just joking. It was, it was what, 50, 50 to 30, I think the final score was. Tigers couldn't get it done. Saw a few stories about Brian Kelly. Don't jump off the Brian Kelly bandwagon if you're an LSU fan. There's a lot of positivity in this year for LSU. Don't jump off the Brian Kelly bandwagon. But I said that when I had that big, long Facebook Live discussion after LSU beat Alabama. I was like, okay, y'all are on the Brian Kelly bandwagon. He loses one or two games. Are y'all off? There's a lot of social media talk. But don't get off the Brian Kelly bandwagon. He beat Alabama. And LSU and Purdue. What's what's the date of that game? Um, Had it in my notes this morning. Hang on. Citrus Bowl, LSU, Purdue. Which would be the sixth Citrus Bowl for the Tigers, Monday, January 2nd. If you remember, LSU faced Brian Kelly in Notre Dame in the Citrus Bowl. And Notre Dame won 21-17. Noon kickoff, and I'm going to air on, it will air on KATC. Again, that's Monday, January 2nd. Man, how are things falling for you? I know we're supposed to talk football, but how are things falling for you and, and where you work for the holidays? Because we got... Christmas Eve, Christmas Day on a Friday, uh, excuse me, on a Saturday and Sunday, and then New Year's Eve and New Year's Day on a Saturday and Sunday. Your boss giving you Friday and Monday off? I'm going to have to talk to my boss um, right here and, and see what we're doing for the holidays. Also, the Cajuns. Cajuns are going bowling. The Independence Bowl against Houston. Was thinking about, I'm, I'm still thinking about going to, to the Independence Bowl. Will be Louisiana's first ever appearance in the Independence Bowl. Friday, December 23rd. Louisiana's Raging Cajuns and the Houston Cougars. This is the fifth consecutive season that UL will play in a bowl game. That is a school record. This is also the 12th bowl appearance for Louisiana in school history. That game, Independence Bowl, will be on ESPN. Kickoff is set for 2 o'clock. And that's on Friday, December 23rd. So go Cajuns. Saints tonight. Look. My poor little schedule. Look, wrote it down right here. See? If you're watching on Facebook, not listening 12 and 5. That was my prediction for the Saints. Keith says, off Friday and Monday. And I think a lot of companies will do that. And if not, I, I think y'all should, all Friday and Monday. What's going to happen at Chris Logan Media? I, I don't know. I'm going to have to talk to, to my boss. We'll see what's going to happen. Um, but Saints have a Monday night game tonight against Tampa Bay, 7-15. 
Let me check the standings in the NFC South real quick. It's not good. Still, still hot garbage. Tampa Bay, number one at five and six. Falcons, number two at five and eight. Carolina, four and eight. And the Saints, four and eight. Oof. Bad. Bad. I, I didn't expect this for the Saints season this year. Now, 12 and five, was it a little stretch? Yes, but I was excited about this season. I was. I don't know. Maybe maybe we get Hendon Hooker. Maybe we get, uh, I, I want, what's the quarterback for Georgia? I just want him because his name is Stetson. Reminds me of the cologne back in the day. Everybody had it. Remember it? It was a brown bottle with a little gold top, a little plastic top on it. Looked like a belt buckle. Always to me it did because it had that, that cowboy design on it, Stetson. Maybe we get Stetson. Don't know. Um, I don't know. At this point, again, I'm still trying to stay positive. At this point, does it matter if the Saints win or not? I'm still going to watch the game. I'm still going to say who that. But is the season already, I mean, is it gone? I mean, if we sneak into the playoffs, if, and that's a capital I, capital F, I don't know. I, I really don't think we can make a run if we do. I think Tampa will win tonight. Even had on here at the beginning of the season that we would lose to Tampa Bay. Then we go into a bye week. Then we have the Falcons, the Browns, the Eagles, and then Carolina. Um, Man, the Browns are playing some ball. That's going to be a tough game. Atlanta, that's a divisional game. Philadelphia, as you know, if you follow the NFL, they're balling out. And then Carolina to wrap up the season. Still hoodatin' though. But that is our Planet Pigskin update. Every Friday, every Monday morning we do it. And it's powered by Pass a Lick Cajun Seasoning. Passalick.com, you want to learn more, order online, find them at a local store near you. Hot, red rub, spicy, seafood boil, they have it all. So coming close to the end of our Planet Power Hour today. And I guess it was a little premature in our football talk. But I still have a couple things that we did not get to. And when I looked at my notes, I was like, man, we totally forgot to talk about that. And it's procrastination and also office party no-nos. So before we wrap it up, have you ever heard of procrastination? Procrastination is the habit of doing something now that would be better done later. So it's the opposite of procrastination, where you leave a task until it's too late. Procrastinators might answer an email too quickly, submit a report too early, or even purchase a car or home based on too little information. Are you a procrastinator? Are you a regular person or are you a pre-crastinator? And it's the time for holiday parties, Christmas parties. Did you have one? I'm going to have one for myself. I don't know, maybe on, um, you know, maybe the Thursday before Christmas. Maybe we'll take off the Friday and the Monday. 
But I'll have a party with myself here at Chris Logan Media. Probably going to be fun. Uh, I was able to DJ two office parties. And I'm not, I'm not going to call any one of them out, but I had some fun at the one on Saturday. I had some fun at the one on Thursday. But, you know, office parties are, it's, it, it's a toss on whether it's going to be like a, a big-ass party because I've, I've played some. They got crazy. Some girl, you know, using my speaker as a stripper pole. You know, that's all happened at, at office Christmas parties. You know, so there's some that are really, really crazy and others are not. And, and it, I think it just depends your, like your office tone. You know, because you, 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 know, you bring your husband or your wife. You know, it's a different setting from at work. You don't know if you should drink too much or not. You know, you really drink, but the people at work don't know you drink a lot. So you're like, man, should I, shouldn't I? You know, you kind of haunt to get up and go eat in front of the other people. You know, that's what happens at, at holiday parties, at office parties. But according to this here, if you want to keep your job, here are some of the things you should not do. And at 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 the party I was at Saturday, there was one thing that you should not do at a office Christmas party. But I told you I'm not going to call anybody out, so I won't. But things you should not do. Overdo it at the free bar. So that means don't drink too much. Also says here you shouldn't be negative. Be positive at the party. Check that neg- negativity at the door. You should not try to get friendly with the boss. So I guess you shouldn't brown nose, and and you really, really shouldn't try to get friendly, friendly, if you know what I mean with the boss. Also says you shouldn't talk about how a former co-worker is doing. Wait, talk about how a former co-worker, oh, sorry, talk about how a former co-worker is doing great at a competitor. So if you have a former coworker that's working at a competitor, working at your competition, don't talk about how great that person's doing. Don't, don't rub it in. Also, it says you should not gossip about office romance. Hmm. I thought office romance was a no-no. And at your office Christmas party, you should never ask, quote, who's the hottest babe in the office? That's a no-no. But it's that time. Holiday Christmas parties. It looks some, there's some places that don't do anything. You know, maybe they trade out some lunch or something, and, and that's thrown onto the conference table. The table in the conference room and everyone enjoys a free traded out lunch. Uh, maybe your company buys lunch or someone there cooks a jambalaya or a gumbo. Yeah, Remember this holiday season, it's the thought that counts. If you don't have anything, well, I'm sorry for you. You know, um, Christmas bonuses, never, never, I, I was never part of a company that gave out Christmas bonuses. Never were. Never, I, I never was. And you get a couple of things, but I mean, you're talking about like bonuses, you know, thousands of dollars. Nope. I always got what was, what was equivalent to Clark Griswold 
in, uh, being enrolled in the Jelly of the Month Club. And that's okay. I was happy I had a job, right? Um, <laughs> but don't overdo it at the free bar. Don't be negative. Don't get friendly with a boss. Don't say how great a former coworker is doing at a, at a competitor, right? Don't say that. Don't gossip about office romance. And don't talk about the hottest babes at the office. But have some fun this holiday season. If you, if you do get those Christmas bonuses that's worth, that's worth thousands, enjoy it. If you don't, smile. Keep on grinding. Maybe next year you'll get that certificate to the Jelly of the Month Club, and then you just kind of work, work your way up from there. <laughs> the next year you're going to get the Peanut Butter of the Month Club. That way you'll have it with your Jelly of the Month Club. But hope you're having a great Monday. Hope you have a great Monday. Got to say who dat. Saints tonight, 715 ESPN. I thought it was going to be a big primetime Monday night game at the beginning of the season, but it's not. But we still got to cheer on the Saints. And thanks, everybody, for commenting. Oh, let's go real quick. Let me go and find it. My question today, before we wrap up, was, what's your favorite day of the week? Because today is a Monday. And it's most people's least favorite day of the week. So that's what I wanted to know. What is your favorite day of the week? Let's see if we have any answers. Let's see how Facebook was feeling with the algorithm this morning. Ah, 13 comments, not bad. Let's see. <laughs> Craig Spadoni, the bead king, says, Mardi Gras. Yep, Craig, you are right. Emily says, payday. Paul says, closing day. Shane says, every day that I'm above ground. Sandy says, the Wednesday mornings, I clock out for my seven days off. Not bad. Chris says, well, he has a YouTube video, the Boomtown Rats. I don't like Mondays. He says, but I do like Fridays, LOL. Gabe says, the first day, um, or excuse me, the first day off when, when you get your days off from a hitch. Uh, Tiffany says Saturday. DJ says every day that I'm alive. Paul says the weekend. Cole says Saturday. And Keith says flipping Fridays. And yep, you are right. So whatever, you know, whatever day is best to you, make every day as good as you possibly can. Uh, Justin says, um, oh, never mind. Yeah, Justin, you are, you are correct. You are, you are correct. But anyway, so done for today. Another Power Hour coming your way tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. The show starts at 7 on the air. My online station called The Planet. If you're missing 90s and 2000s rock, I have that for you there. Listen to theplanet.com. Download the app, App Store, Google Play. Search for Listen to the Planet. If you are listening to the Planet right now, thank you so much. Make sure to tell someone about the planet today. That's how we're going to continue to grow this thing. Uh, got a couple new things coming after the first of the year that I'm excited about. And we'll have more information as we continue to go into this final month of 2022. So I will see you tomorrow for another Power Hour.